for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3. The vision is God's plan for your life. It is a prophecy. It is your purpose in life. It is your destiny. It is your destination. It is your life's goal. And the Bible says it is yet for an appointed time. Meaning this vision is set to be fulfilled at an appointed time. So no matter how much we might want it to happen yesterday, the Lord has already determined when the vision will be fulfilled. It says it shall speak and not lie. It will be established because the Lord has spoken it. It will be fulfilled because the Lord has said it. And when it happens, you will know, you will see it, you will feel it, and you will indeed know that the Lord has done this. Though it tarry, meaning though the journey from the vision to the realization of that vision might seem extremely slow, it may not happen as quickly as you may want it to. It may not happen when you as a human being want it to happen. It may be a very difficult journey. But the fact remains that tarry here is only according to man. Man's impatience, man's inability to truly wait for things. Because according to God, the vision will not tarry because it, the time has already been predetermined for this vision. And it says, wait for it. And this is the part that most of us struggle with. This land called wait for it. The place where many dreams suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortunes. Wait for it. A place where many dreams go to die. The place called wait for it. A place of hardship. A place of darkness. A place of difficulty. A place that no one wants to endure but a place where most of us need to travel that we may reach our destination in life. You see, as you go through this journey through the land called Wait For It, it is a place where I think you, you, you journey for a season that I call your season of obscurity. A season when it seems like nothing is happening a season where it seems like nobody sees you. It doesn't matter how much effort you put in, it's never enough. 
It doesn't matter how much, you know, how hard you work, it never gets you anywhere. It doesn't matter the connections you have in life. It doesn't matter how much money you have in life. It doesn't save you from the difficulty and the pain and the struggle of this journey through the land called Wait For It. You see, when you go through this journey, there is something that must happen. And now when I talk about this vision, because people might think, well, I have a certain goal in life. You know, I want to, um, you know, things that are not necessarily in line with what I will call God's vision. Now, when I talk about God's vision, I'm talking about something that is greater than what your even your human mind can conceive or imagine. A vision so great that the only way that vision can be accomplished is inside of God, outside of God, and in your own strength. That vision cannot be realized. And so because this is a vision that is from God, you have to be tested and refined like gold through the fire. The Lord has to test you. The Lord has to has, 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 has to strip you of all those things that have for so long defined you. Your success in life, your status in life, your experience in life, your wealth. You know, imagine a situation whereby it doesn't matter how much money you have in life. It does not get you there. It doesn't matter just how many people you, you know in life. It doesn't save you from the suffering. This land called Wait For It is a difficult place. It is a place where you're completely humbled. It is a place where you're totally abased. It is a place where you continue to pray and pray and pray. And it seems like the Lord is deaf to your prayers. It is a place where a journey that ordinarily, according to your mortal eyes or mortal mind, should not take more than a few weeks. But five years later, 10 years later, 20 years later, you're still trying to get through this land called wait for it. The first time we heard about Abraham was really at the age of 75. Abraham had been married, but he had no kids. Abraham was very wealthy. But there was no one, no heir to pass all his wealth to. At the age of 75, he got the prophecy. He received the vision. But the Lord did not give him the time or the date for the fulfillment of that vision. Imagine waiting for so long to become a father. 
or to become a mother. And then at the age of 75, you're told, I will bless you and make you a father of many nations. That is absolute insanity to man. Your wife is no longer of childbearing age. And you now tell me that you will do this? Does that make sense to to the human mind? Of course not. It didn't happen immediately. It didn't happen in the first year. It didn't happen in the second year. It didn't happen in the first five years. Even after the Lord gave that prophecy was when the Lord now said to Abraham, I want you to live everything that is familiar to you. Live the land you had grown up in and go to a place that I will show you. No destination in mind. No plan. He just said, go. Go to where I will show you. And the one thing that Abraham did, the journey was not an easy one, not knowing where the Lord was leading you and leading you through Egypt, where Pharaoh wanted to take your wife as his wife. Imagine that and then escaping that and even still now going through a situation where, you know, you and your nephew's people are now fighting and where you now becomes a situation where the Lord says, go your separate ways. And your nephew Lot picks the most fertile and most beautiful land available. And then you're forced to go to a place that seemed completely barren. The Lord took you from that which was familiar to you, that which was comfortable to you, that which you had been accustomed to and took you to a place that was a barren land. But because Abraham trusted in the Lord and trusted in the Lord even as he walked through the wilderness of that in that land called Wait for It. The Lord fulfilled his promise and that vision was realized. But it was a 25-year journey from the time the prophecy was given to the time it was fulfilled. But that journey was not free of suffering or pain or difficulty. Abraham did not have map quest or ways to get him to where he was going to. He simply trusted in God to get him there. The problem with many of us is we want the glory, but we do not want the suffering. But, you know, as... as we like to say here is what no pain no gain there is no glory without suffering because if the lord did not spare even jesus christ our lord and savior i mean jesus was born in a manger the king of kings was born in a manger where animals and not just animals great pigs go to give birth where pigs lay their heads is where Jesus Christ was born. And after his birth, with the exception of one mentioned in the look of Luke chapter 2, at the age of 12, we did not hear anything about Jesus Christ for 30 years. 
the King of kings, the maker of heaven and earth and all that dwells therein, lived for 30 years as the son of a carpenter, living a life of suffering, of, of, of you know, where there was nothing wonderful about the life that he lived. Where there was no wealth, there was no prestige, there was no honor. There were no cars, there was no mansion, there was nothing. Nothing great about the life that Jesus Christ lived. He endured the land of wait for it for 30 years before his ministry started. And even the ministry was a three-year ministry that at the end of it was one of immense and intense pain and suffering. When the Lord places you know, his, his, his hand upon you and he sets you aside for his glory. Like he did in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. Where it talks about and in the, the, that now the earth was formless, empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep. What the Lord does to you is before he can create that beautiful thing inside of you, before the Lord can say and let there be a light, before the light of the Lord can shine upon you and the Lord can fill you with the fulfillment of this vision, he will get you to a point where you're completely formless, where all those things that you, that, 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 that make you or make or made you who you are, those things that are of your comfort, those things that made you grow and life, those things that you say the works of my hands have accomplished this or have gotten me to where I am, the Lord will make those things become absolute nothingness before him and those things will not be able to save you from the pain and the suffering of the land of wait for it. It will not save you from it. You will have to endure it. But as Second Corinthians 4, 8 to 9 says, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Meaning there will be suffering, there will be pain. But trust in God and trust in the plan and trust in the vision. And have faith. That the Lord, even he who has created you, who has placed this upon your heart, upon your life, will get you through this period of this tunnel of darkness. And at the end of the day, rejoicing will be yours. But you must endure. Now, how do you wait for it? You wait for it by walking in obedience with the Lord. You wait for it by moving when the Lord says move. You wait for it by not looking back, but looking forward and and, 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 and moving and doing the things that the Lord has laid upon you. If the Lord is saying that, yes, I am going to make you a multimillionaire, but what I want you to start doing today is to start selling palm oil, then start selling that palm oil today. If the Lord is saying that I am going to make you a great author, but I want you to start writing newsletters, then start writing those newsletters today. If the Lord is saying that I am going to make you, you know, a, a great evangelist, but I want you to start talking to, 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 
to the people at your office, the people in your family. I want you to start encouraging people. Then start doing it today. If the Lord is saying that I'm going to do signs and wonders with, with, you know, through you, but I'm going to do great and mighty things in your life. But I want you to stop praying for the random names that I placed upon your heart. That even though you may not see the, 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 the fulfillment of whatever or the, 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 the perfection of that prayer in the lives of this people, but just trust that the names I'm laying upon you, I'm saying pray for them. I want you to pray for them because the Lord is moving, because God has spoken. You must do it. You continue to wait in this land of, you know, wait for it by trusting in God and doing the things that the Lord has asked you to do. By being faithful in the little things. By not stopping even when it seems that you have failed because there is no failure before God. Because those things that you consider failure are experiences that the Lord is using to prepare you and get you to that destination He has already set aside for you. You cannot wait for it by hiding under a rock. You cannot wait for it by being afraid and not doing the things that the Lord has said you should go and do. Do it afraid. You don't have to start great. You know, the, the, the journey of a thousand years begins with one step. It's not going to happen in one second. It's not going to happen in one day. But every step you take gets you closer to your destination. And how is the Lord going to trust you with, with a thousand steps or if you have not even taken a single step? Joseph had a dream at the age of 17. He was thrown into the pit. He was thrown. He was sold into slavery. You know, he, his master's wife lied against him. He was imprisoned. Just to get the easy way out, Joseph could have slept with his master's wife just to, 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 to get, to, to just to, to get the easy way out of this. And then Joseph would have lost sight of that vision and would then have been put out of God's plans for his life. But he remained faithful even in that little thing, even suffering persecution, imprisonment for a sin he did not commit, but he remained faithful. And what did the Lord do? The Lord made him prime minister in a foreign land. That is the God that we serve. Trust in God. Trust in the process. Believe that the Lord is in there even in the darkness. But there is no way you are going to get to that land of fulfillment if you do not go through the tunnel of persecution, of darkness, of suffering, of pain in that land called wait for it. Do what you need to do. Do it afraid. Do it in the Lord. Do it in obedience to, with, to God. Do it trusting and believing in God. And because the Lord has spoken it, because the Lord has said it, it says, 
it will surely come. It will not tarry. It will surely come. It will not tarry. But only if you wait for it. May the Lord bless his holy words. Amen.